0: Welcome to Leo Rising, a living tarot and creative intuition podcast. Here we'll have a conversational exploration of tarot, personal and spiritual growth, and identity formation. It's less of a how-to and more of a come along on the journey with me. I'll process stories from my life, both from the past and from the current moments that I'm moving through, to give listeners things to think about in their own journey. I'll also be introducing you to wonderful humans who are exploring these topics in their lives, either personally, professionally, or both. So my name is Jenna Fox, and I'm an educator, writer, tarot reader, Reiki master, and queer mystical mama. What I'm not is an expert. So if you're a seeker, if you've got a curious mind, or are interested in esoteric topics, then this is the podcast for you. And I'm so excited to have you on the journey. Let's get started, shall we? Motherhood is a complicated subject, not just for me, but for many. And so on today's episode, I'm going to share with you my reflections, my thoughts and feelings based on the Mother's Day tarot spread that I gave myself. So I'm recording this podcast a week from Mother's Day and I have been thinking in this past week and really thinking and examining and sitting with what happened on Mother's Day in the form of the tarot reading that I gave myself. So I had been planning on giving myself a tarot reading um, just to really explore and reflect and have some time carved out for myself that can really examine my own experience as a mother and the things that have been passed down to me and things that I am passing down to my children. And... Tarot tends to be um, in these moments a pretty straight shooter, and I was I was looking forward to this tarot reading, um, and from it I was actually not surprised by the reading's results, but it has given me pause and things to think about this week and really feel in my body as I sit with the truth of that tarot reading and how each of the different elements. Are playing out in my in my current life. So before I did the reading, I did some research online trying to find a tarot spread that would fit me and my current situation. And I found a lot of um, tarot spreads that dealt with motherhood and um, ancestral lines and things were passing down to our children. But as an adult adoptee, I find some things lacking in readings like that because there is a basic assumption of an unbroken biological ancestral line, which is not the case in my situation. Now, as an adult adoptee, I am in reunion with both sides of my biological family, which just adds another layer of complication to my own experience. Um, Not only do I have an adoptive mom, I have a biological mom and a mother-in-law. So as we're exploring the concept of motherhood, and I have a stepmother, so in order to examine all of the different mothers in my life who have impacted me in a variety of ways, I wanted to create a spread that reflected more accurately my lived experience. And so I took the online, you know, ideas and I decided that I was going to do a reading that didn't just focus on biological ancestry and things that can be passed down, but also in my lived experience from my adoptive family. So I picked an initial card, a central card that is going, that was going to represent me as a mother in this current moment. And then I decided that I was going to have a card to represent um, my biological ancestral line and the things that I'm currently living out and experiencing that have been passed down. Um, because bloodline trauma and looking at ancestry, I'm really into. 23andMe and other ancestries to kind of find my maternal haplogroup and really trace my roots, not just in the actual people that were in my family, but going back to some of those historical aspects, really um, exploring my whiteness, which is some things that I know Lindsay Mack has been talking about on Wild Soul Healing Podcast and other um just beautiful, amazing tarot readers have been talking about, um, exploring their own experience of their own, um, ancestry. I know that like Rachel Rice does done that and Mary Beth Bonfilio. So I had a, a card that represented me and then I had a card above it that represented the things that have been passed down by my biological mother's family. And then I had a card of um, things that have been passed down from my adoptive family. And then I chose instead of having just one card to represent what I'm passing down to my children, I decided to have a card for each of my children. So one thing that I was passing down to my older son and one thing I was passing down to my younger son. So the card that represented me as a mother right now in this moment was the Seven of Cups. And the deck that I picked was the Dreaming Way Tarot by Rome Choi. And the image on the card, which if you want to see the spread that I did for myself, it is it is on my tarot Instagram, so at Leo Rising Tarot. It's an image of seven cups and I really like this image because the cups are are in white with black polka dots and it looks kind of like some goblets you would have in a funky kitchen but in each of the cups there's a different image so there's a snake like a cobra and there's um, an image of like a towering villa with different like little houses and one has like water wings and one has air and one has money and one has an image of it looks like a female figure with her hair all done up and wearing a red dress and so there's all these different Images in the cups and I know that the cups represents emotions And water and when I looked at this card it it really cut through a lot of the BS in my um, In my experience. I have been struggling in the last couple of weeks probably even months um, as a mother not because um, of mothering necessarily, but because of what this card showed which is confusion and so many different choices and sort of some of the choices being um, fantasy and maybe feeling a little bit like disillusioned but having all of these different things and I can't collect all the cups like the snake sort of stands in opposition to the girl and there's the water and the wind and the and the images of the village and and so trying to like pick something that is practical and but also maybe longing for some things that are impractical. And that is definitely something that I feel as a mom, that my attention, that my heart, that my mind, that my soul is divided between all of the different interests and things that I want to do and in the different times that it happens so often you know while i'm at work i'm thinking about my kids and when i'm at home with my kids i'm thinking about the creative projects i'm doing and when i'm doing my creative projects i'm thinking about a different creative project or i'm thinking about work and there's all of these different sort of swirling experiences where some of the things are out of my reach or i couldn't actually obtain them right now and yet that is something that is on my mind and so It was really sobering to see this image and be like, yes, that is actually what I'm experiencing right now is too many choices and wanting things that are just not realistic and then how to sit with that um, without being resentful because I sometimes think that as a mother, I can blame the fact that I'm a mother on not being able to do all the things, right? If I want to just like ah, pick up and go on a trip to Bali or Norway or Iceland and, and I'm like, well, you know, I probably, even without kids, wouldn't just be able to do that. I have a job, I have a partner, I have a house, like I have a dog. There's so many other things that tie me down into this um, experience and it's not just motherhood. So the card that I drew for the things that are being passed down um, from my biological family is the Four of Pentacles. And the image from this deck is a pretty, like, gender-neutral um, image. Somebody kind of wearing some baggy jeans and a, and a shirt with but has, like, a white hat and headdress on is sitting on some large coins, and has one in their hand. And this isn't actually my favorite image of this um, card. My favorite image is that from the Shadowscapes, where it is a sleeping dragon kind of curled around the four coins. So this image is really about hoarding or holding on tightly to um, the coins. And in that Shadowscapes image, there's the, the dragon, sort of that mythological dragon kind of hoarding the gold. But for me, when I look at this, I think about loss and fear of loss and how that could be being passed down in my experience as somebody who lost um, the connection to my biological family for so many years. And even now that I've been in reunion, it isn't the same as having been raised in the family. There's so many just different nuances and traditions and things that I have to ask about, or I have to explore, or I choose not to ask about, or I choose not to insert myself into situations, or if I am in those situations, I don't feel, you know, entirely 100% comfortable, because while they're my people, they're also not my people, right? Um, It's, they're like strangers' family. Um, They are lovely people, but there's just a different set of, um, shared experiences that they have, um, having grown up in the same, you know, family culture and me having been raised, um, in a different family. And so when I see this card with the, with the image and their eyes kind of closed, holding on, it's not quite as, um, miserly or hoarding as i feel the image on the shadowscapes card is with the dragon just guarding the gold there is this sense of like i have this i have these coins and i know this suit of pentacles is not just about money but is also about family and career and all of the things related to earth and in what it brings up for me is sort of that fear of loss Um, and that comes up in, in my life, you know. I'm afraid, for the longest time, I was afraid of losing my job or losing my kids or even going back to... When I was a new mom, I was deathly petrified that in the hospital someone was going to steal my baby. It was not a rational <laughs> fear, um, but it was it was there, this 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 idea that I could lose something that I have now gained. The only major arcana card that I drew was the one that represents my adoptive family and the things that have passed down to me. And that is the card of justice. And I really like this image in this deck. Um, It is a woman with long black hair in a white dress. And she's blindfolded. And in one hand, she's holding um, a sword. And in the other hand, she's holding scales. And this is something that has been on my mind a lot. Um, because of my relationship currently to my adoptive family Um, and since this this post is about um, motherhood specifically my adoptive mom that was on my mind and it has been kind of a rough year or two since I came out to my family and this card of justice has really been something that we've been struggling with. I know been struggling with on my end and I'm sure have been struggling with on their end even if the communication between us has been pretty limited. And this this card of justice as a major theme really deals with morality and a sense of right or wrong and balance and to be perfectly honest, my family and I have different values around things. We have, um, just a different sense of right and wrong. And some of that is steeped in their Christian beliefs that are maybe different than how I interpret the Christian um, belief system. And so, it's been almost two years since I came out to them, and it's been a struggle for for us. Though my, my mom was not actually surprised um, that I wasn't straight, it still means that she has to live within that system of fear and concern that I'm going to hell, and so this made so much sense to me, and yet it was a painful reminder that Mother's Day isn't just beautiful hallmark cards and flowers and light-hearted, um, you know, um, gifts between a mother and a daughter. It just it really showed kind of um, where I am in that process of dealing with some big themes that have been translated down into my life from my adoptive family and my experience and and some of that that I'm going through with them right now. And the reading doesn't get any easier as I look at the cards that I'm um, passing down to my two sons. So my older son, I have the card that I drew for him was the page of cups. And what I love about this image is that while it is what most people would um, think to be a image of a young woman, I actually see my son in this image a lot as he is gender non-conforming and often wears dresses, and so while the image <clears throat> she has like a, like a little bob haircut and she's wearing, um, a little, a little dress. It still has a sense to me of gender neutral, even though it is, even though it is a dress that she is wearing or they are wearing. And in the image, so the image is the figure in a little, um, yellow flower daisy dress with a teapot on their head as a hat. And it's kind of, you know, um, an image that reminds me of that little childhood song around, you know, I'm a little teapot short and stout. Here's my handle and here is my spout. When I get all heaved up, hear me shout. Tip me over and pour me out. Ah, he got to hear me sing off key. So my child, my son, in all of his gender jam ways, is this sweet, intuitive, sentimental child. He's um, six and a half and he just has this real way of um, picking up on other people's emotions and sharing his own like pretty deep um, feelings around the world and me and just like life in general. And I see this as something that he and I do share is this page of cups, this, you know, kind of novice at being able to, um, harness the feelings. Um, and it wasn't, a, an unhopeful card, but it, it certainly showed me the image of, yep, that's exactly how I feel or what I feel my son is going through in this, in this moment is kind of trying to explore the world of emotions and intuition and, and sometimes he's he's great at it, and other times, you know, as a novice, he's he's not. But the hardest card I would say, as far as the hardest card for me um, in the reading, was probably the one for my youngest son, and that was the Ten of Swords, which is an image of a body laying in a white in a white dress shirt open and there's 10 swords piercing the body and this is a card of discord and defeat and you know frustration and lots of the swords are uh, the suit of thoughts and my son my youngest son is in his terrible twos (laughs) he's two years old and because he has an older brother He gets frustrated because he sees all the things his older brother can do and wants to do, and he's just not developmentally ready yet. And he has a very strong will, which is so charming to all the people that he meets. And yet there's this real discord between him and me and my parenting style. I'm much more used to parenting my older child with his intuition and his, you know, more introverted nature. And so looking at this card was actually very painful for me because that ten of swords um, with the body laying there, it felt like that was a really accurate representation of how my son and I have been struggling to relate to each other. It's a very, um, back and forth moments where it's just bliss and and just utter like gorgeousness. Like I just, he just makes me laugh in so many ways, but there's a lot of moments where it is just so, so freaking frustrating. Um, because he's not a two-year-old like I've seen um, before, you know, in my own experience. And having not had a lot of experience with children, I didn't know before I became a mom that I really even wanted to, to be a mom. I wasn't sure. I wasn't like people who just know and they go about it. And yes, it's still hard. I was always pretty ambivalent about motherhood. And so to see this and, and it, can't help but feel like it's bringing up that sense of failure at this moment. And yet I try to remember, as it's a tarot reading, that a 10 is not the end, a 10 invites a new beginning. So last week I did this reading for myself and it was actually the first time in a while where I've done a reading that has kind of left me speechless. I posted it on Instagram and I wrote up a little um, recap um, because it feels important for me to not just run away from big difficult feelings. And so I posted a, you know, I posted a little thing on Instagram and one of the comments said that, you know, I was very honest, which is, is true. I try to um, have a pretty straightforward approach to things. And yet, I've got to be honest, this week I've been mulling it over so much that I haven't even um, been doing any tarot readings for myself. It felt like one of those experiences that was asking me to dive in deeply and experience all of those different parts of that reading and not just do the spiritual bypassing, whitewashing, light worker thing and just rush to the next thing because it's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's, you know, on Monday, I didn't do a reading for myself. Um, Tuesday, I didn't. Wednesday, I didn't. I looked at my cards. I talked about them. But really, I've just been sitting with and meditating on this whole idea of who I am as a mother and how do I How do I live in that, and how do I transform that into the next thing? And then examining, okay, if these are the lessons that I'm learning from both sides of my family, are there other lessons? Or in what ways then can I embrace these, even if they're challenging? In what ways can I embrace them and name them? So if I say, I'm terrified of loss... I hold on tightly to things because I feel like things have been taken away from me, speaking into that, then what does that do? What does that shift if I just say, I am afraid? Or if I just say, our beliefs are different, our morals are different, or maybe our sense of justice at the very, very core, at the very end of the day, maybe it is the same, but how we're going about doing it is different and causing pain? How do I, how do I live into those big feelings and those big themes that are, I'm experiencing in the discord between me and my adoptive parents? And then with each of my children, you know, I think it was pretty powerful for me that I decided to not just blanket choose the one card that I was giving to my children because my children are unique individuals and so how can I transform that page into or experience what are the other aspects not just the page of cups for my older son and is that sort of making him just two-dimensional what are the other things and then with my other son the ten of swords okay how do I live into this discord, you know, two terrible twos are challenging and, you know, brings up lots of thoughts and feelings and kind of does impact that seven of cups that is me as the mother. Like it's hard to sit with the pain and the boredom of having a two-year-old and I want to escape and I want to run away and I want to do all of these things. How can I sit with that? And how can I transform it into the next stage that it's going? Um, And so those are the things that have been on my mind this week as I explore my own experience of relating to both motherhood and tarot as something that I used to do kind of daily for a while and things that I do with others is sometimes we just need to sit with that experience and um, just let it settle in a little bit more until... Yeah, until it feels right to then move forward. And so that's what I've been doing this week. It's just been settling and sitting in. And I have a question for you, dear listeners, for the concept of motherhood. What is the card that you would pick to represent motherhood in general? I know that the Empress is often one that comes up. But when I think of motherhood, I think of the Queen of Swords. So I would love to hear from you all of if you were to think of motherhood as a general concept, not for you necessarily, or maybe, what is the card that calls to you? What is the card that screams motherhood to you? Let me know. Send me an email or comment on Instagram, or if you download the Anchor app, you can send me voice memos, questions, or comments, and they can appear on future episodes of this podcast. So thanks for listening to my motherhood rants and rambles, and I'll talk with you all next time. Hey friends, thanks for listening to Leo Rising, a tarot and creative intuition podcast. As of January 2021, this podcast and all of the information is archived, so feel free to listen to the episodes. The wisdom of the tarot is everlasting, but much of the information about um, booking a reading from people has changed in the last couple of years, so know that there isn't a tarot Instagram account or email address or way to get a hold of me for readings at this point and of course I will update that in the future if it changes.